Hello, and welcome to The Narrowing Path, Walking the Spiritual Walk. My name is Steve Van Einstein. Thank you all for joining me today as we go through and we do the reading of James Allen's Daily Meditations for May 4th. And uh, I know it's corny, but for all of the Star Wars fans out there, may the 4th be with you. You gotta, you gotta really get into it, right? So um, May 4th of James Allen's Daily Meditations. This will be fresh to you and fresh to me. So you get my genuine response, reactions, observations, and what I relate to about the reading. So um, I'm looking forward to it. May's been a great month so far, and it's been just such a realignment so far. So I'm looking, I'm, I'm really enjoying this. So here we go. May 4th of James Allen's Daily Meditations. The Regulation and Purification of Conduct. The whole journey from the kingdom of strife to the kingdom of love resolves itself into, the, into a process which may be summed up in the following words, the regulation and purification of conduct. Such a process must, if assiduously pursued, necessarily lead to perfection. It will also be seen that as the man obtains the mastery over certain forces within himself, he arrives at a knowledge of all the laws which operate in the realm of these forces. And by watching the ceaseless working of cause and effect within himself until he understands it and then understands it in, the, it's, in its universal adjustments in the body of humanity. The process is also one of simplification of the mind, a sifting away of all but the essential gold in character. He lives no longer for himself. He lives for others. And so living, he enjoys the highest bliss, the deepest peace. I like that last line. The last line was really, really great. I like how this is, he doesn't, James Allen doesn't necessarily, at least up until this point, doesn't too much refer to society in general or larger picture ideas. Um, because I, I, I believe it's because it, those things are only going to be resolved or changed or influenced from the bottom up, right? This is a issue that every single person individually has to work on, right? Like when society works, stops and turns to look at themselves to improve themselves, the structures, the governing bodies above us will change, our communities will change, our cities will change. Like, it's it's a personal responsibility that has to be undertaken by the many. Um, so when he mentions, even briefly, anything larger than individual responsibility, it's always interesting. And I, um, I like how he alludes to how we can see these same laws play out for us personally as in humanity. So uh, it's always interesting to me to see how he uses it when he brings it in. But here we go. We'll, we will... Um, 
recap this one again and go line by line. So here we go. Again, this is fresh to you and fresh to me, meaning you'll get my genuine response, reactions, observations, what it relates to, what I relate to about the reading, because I just read it for the first time myself. So here we go. Let's go back through it. The regulation and purification of conduct. That's just a statement. It's almost like a title for this one, right? The regulation and purification of conduct. Um, I mean, that's what we go through. That's what we do. That's what this is about, walking the spiritual life, striving for that Christ-like um, feeling within us, or that Christ-like um, um, ideal within us. The whole journey from the kingdom of strife to the kingdom of love resolves itself into a process which may be summed up in the following words. The regulation, of pur regulation and purification of conduct. Right, so when we go from a pain-filled life, a life of suffering, a life of strife and sorrow, which is really a life serving self, right, which is really a life fueled by our own passions and sins, when we can change, to, to change from that, the kingdom of strife to the kingdom of love, the entire process, which I agree uh, from my life experience and everything else can be summed up with this, the regulation and purification of conduct. And that's what this is all about, purifying our hearts, our thoughts, and our deeds, right? We stop our deeds to see the thoughts behind them. We change, we see the thoughts so then we can see where they're coming from. And then we can change where they come from to get different thoughts. And different thoughts bring different actions. And different actions breeds a whole new life. And that's what this whole journey is about. And that's how we purify this. We see our behaviors and we change them. And we continue to grow. And we continue to adjust to that righteous ideal, that Christ-like ideal, that perfect ideal. Whatever, whatever you call it, however you want to characterize it. Such a process must, if assiduously pursued, necessarily lead to perfection. So if you assiduously pursue, so I don't know the exact definition, but I'm taking it as um, relentlessly or um, dis disciplinedly. But let me look it up for us. Assiduous. Showing great care and perseverance, right? So if we persevere and continue to pursue this, necessarily lead to perfection. There's no way it won't lead to perfection, right? If we hold ourselves to that conduct and we believe that it's achievable. That was a big thing yesterday. We have to believe, actually believe that we can get there. Was that yesterday's? Yes. Um, and when we believe that, we will pursue the process to get there. And he's saying if we just continue to practice these principles and practice this process of purification and regulation of our conduct, regulation and purification, I think the order is important there, we will arrive with perfection. 
It will also be seen that as the man obtains the mastery over certain forces within himself, he arrives at a knowledge of all the laws which operate in the realm of all these forces. That's that's a big statement, right? So that's where the, we're blessed with wisdom. We're blessed with perspective. We're blessed with understanding when we actually go ahead and pursue this way of living. I believe that. I agree with that. And that's been my direct and immediate experience is that when I change my own thinking, when I change my own perspective, you know, like these things get better and I start to understand and I start to get a um, depth of knowledge that I didn't even know, I really didn't know was available to me and I realized how shallow the knowledge I had had previously was when I find these spiritual truths and these life truths about why we do the things we do who we're serving where our intentions come from you know the the um, law of justice he talks about it here and truth and things like that when we start to see those things in our own conduct and behaviors our eyes get open to the depth at which we must go to actually heal ourselves to 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 grow and to pursue this he goes on to say which operate in the realm of all these forces and by watching the ceaseless working of cause and effect within himself he is un, until he understands it so when we continue to do this, he's setting it up for the next part of this, which I liked. When we continue to do this and we understand why things happen and we can um, comprehend and um, honestly change why we do the things we do in ourselves, he then understands its universal adjustments in the body of humanity. So that, what a... What a uh, dramatic statement is when you finally do the work to understand who you are when you finally do the work to understand why you do the things you do and understand yourself and you learn these spiritual truths and the laws that govern yourself and govern the human condition really you can take those and you can just apply them maybe slightly modified to humanity as a whole. And then you get so much more compassion and understanding as to why things happen or going the way they're going or what's really the cause of things. What's really the driving force behind things. That's a really amazing statement and you'd think it'd be self-evident right because a body of humans will function as the parts it's made up of that's why i said earlier like the improvements the adjustments the corrections the healing the change we want to see it has to take place at a lower level it has to take place with an individual responsibility of every single human being to change and work on themselves and understand themselves to put a better version of themselves out there, a healed version, a more 
righteous and realistic version of themselves into the world to build it better. And that comes with an understanding of themselves so we can build that better world. The last line of the main body of this reading, the process is also one of simplification of the mind, a sifting away of all but the essential gold and character. That's, I, I love the way he presents that, right? Because things become more simple. When the, the most complicated part of my life is the one, is the part that is involved of me serving my own selfishness. When I operate on spiritual truths, like, is this honest? Yes, no. It's pretty simple, right? Like, as uh, am I being forgiving? Am I being loving? Am I having some hope and some faith that things are going to get better? Am I having courage? Am I, am I practicing integrity? These are simple questions. I like to make them complicated when I want something, or I don't want people to find out something, or I, I, I have a self-serving motive involved to preserve my... Uh, character, reputation, or whatever it is, right? Like, these are very important things. Very important things. To understand that this process of spiritual living will really simplify the mind is such a relief. It is, it's just a relief to me. And I honestly use that as a guidepost. Like, is the answers simple here? Because if they're not, I'm wrapped up in it. Isn't it? It's a pretty good uh, barometer for a decision. Sifting away of all the essential gold in character, right? So we refine our character when we practice these principles. How we conduct ourselves. Right, that regulation, purification of conduct, conduct. That's what this opened with. And that's what we get simplified to, the gold in our character and a simple, simpler functioning mind. Simplica simplification of the mind. Now, for the last line, which I really liked reading when we read it the first time, is he lives no longer for himself. He lives for others. And so living... He enjoys the highest bliss and the deepest peace. Mm. The highest bliss and the deepest peace. What a promise that is. Who wouldn't want that peace and bliss, joy and contentment in their lives by simply serving others for the sake of serving others? It's a powerful, powerful thing. And again, I think this is what people really are striving for in their lives. A life of the highest bliss and deepest peace. And that is promised and that is guaranteed by walking this way of life. Walking the, narrow, the, the narrowing path, walking the spiritual walk. You know, I've always actually yeah, this is a new association with that the narrowing path. I've always associated that with like you know our decisions become we become we get more awareness the longer we follow this way of living. The longer we walk this way, the more we 
can see ourselves in our decisions. So the path narrows, right? What's acceptable behavior narrows. And it becomes, a, and, it, and it's because the decisions become simpler, don't they? The decisions become simpler. So the path will narrow. We don't need all of this extra space. We walk forward. And we conduct ourselves simply and righteously. And that will lead us to the highest bliss and deepest peace. So good. So good. Um, so thank you, everyone, for joining me again today. Um, absolutely was um, a joy to read today's reading. It just brought a lot of great things for me. And uh, one I needed to hear today personally. So thank you all for jumping on with me and sticking with this podcast as we continue to go through this journey this year together. So I'm looking forward to more. So I will uh, be back tomorrow for May 5th. And again, may the 4th be with you if you're a Star Wars fan. If not, then just call me corny and we'll come on back tomorrow. Until then, thanks.